1: Paul, we missed loads of phone calls. God, I'm so sorry. Paul, we'll come to you in a second. I do. i I'm so sorry. Look, oh two oh three two eight six six three seven zero is the phone number.
2: Hello? Hello. Hi
1: there. You just caught call- This is Ian and Catherine.
2: Oh, hi. Sorry, oh, I, I didn't know I'd get straight through. That's all um, right. No, yeah, no, I'll sorry. Just, yes. Uh, just, um, can I get back on the, um, can I get back on the, uh, stream it won't it won't uh give him feedback no i was just calling there you go i can see you looking blankly because it's not going well now no uh, it's going well I, don't turn <laughs> don't turn the volume
1: up on the stream though
2: no problem it's all good um so yeah i've um was just calling to say i don't know if it's been spoken about recently but something that uh i'm very aware of with my mental health is that positivity and motivation has to be Um, worked on and daily practice is ideal if you can do that kind of thing like working out or working on your finances or working on your marriage I have found that um, working on positivity and personal development uh, can not be a permanent thing it can slide like a lot of other things if you let it slide Um, and so I just thought I would drop a message for anybody out there who felt that they go up and down Um, I found that working on it like you would work on anything else daily is um, beneficial for me and maybe for other people as How well. How
1: do you? What do you mean by working on it? Can you give us an example? Yes.
2: Yeah, so, um, so starting to read um, uh, books or maybe listen to podcasts that you think are going to help you. Uh, maybe addressing things uh, daily. Maybe getting some daily exercise if, if you're not doing that thing. Um, and we all have experiences that make us feel fantastic. And I think that if we don't continue to do those, then sometimes the health can go back to where it was before. And I found that coming out of depression, um, it has to be—you know—you have to keep the weeds back, keep fighting against them. That was just me, though. uh how
1: how are you? Uh, how are you doing? Tonight? How are you doing now?
2: I'm I'm good. I'm really good. I I had no idea that um, I was going to be on. Um, I was going to be straight on with you guys, but that's correct. Um, I'm doing very well. But for me, I think it's that constant daily um, working against what it is that I find is, is you know, trying to get to me.
1: Mm. I think there's something in that. I, I, from my personal experience, when I have been incredibly low, sometimes I just have to go with it. I just have to lie down with it for a few days mm-hmm. and let it sit on my chest and, until I can breathe again. But yeah, mm-hmm. you're right. I, I, I think for... I don't want to generalize because there'll be some people going, "No, oh, no, no, that doesn't work for me." Yeah, so I don't, I don't yeah. want to, you know, mm-hmm. make them feel bad by saying this is mm-hmm. the way. What I can compare it to at the moment is my recovery around drug addiction, and I keep forgetting that I have to start every single day. That what I did yesterday mm-hmm. is not really going to help me today, and so. I have a routine that I'm trying to follow that actually I haven't followed it today. I've, I have a book that has daily readings in that I should, mm-hmm. I would like to read every day. I'm supposed to. This will sound weird to some of you. Uh, I have found in the past that if I get out of bed and get on my knees and pray, that helps. Doing a meeting helps. Reading a book helps for me. For me. Um, and yeah, mm-hmm. I can see how that can also, you know, my addiction is part of my mental health. That can also um be helpful for, the, for for mental health and if that's working for you man then that's mm-hmm. great news
2: yeah excellent as i Good. said i just thought i would drop a comment and that would be it but i suppose to talk to you so hey, it's a nice yeah, what's your and, name um, yeah my name's tim
1: hey Hi, tim. tim thanks for the call tim i look forward to the next one
2: great okay cheers
3: guys thank thanks. you bye bye i think that's useful Food for thought for anyone, whether whether or not you're um, someone who um, struggles with depression. I think that the way things are at the moment, with so much uncertainty, it's nice to have a little something to anchor yourself to.
1: Hello, Hello, this is Catherine and Ian. Hello there. How may we be of assistance to you? Are you still going with like the, the Halloween theme? Why the hell not? Why the hell not? It's Halloween every day here. Okay, I've got a little story for you. Then it's not—it's a short story. Is it—is it a spooky one? Do you want some? Do you want a spooky soundtrack?
4: Well,
3: yeah. Right.
4: This is what's annoying, right? I've got paranoid schizophrenia. Yeah. And because I've got paranoid schizophrenia, nobody believes what I'm going to tell you now, and it's really frustrating and annoying. All
1: right. I—I tell you what. Maybe I, no music, huh? Maybe no music. All right. Then what's your name? Martin. Martin. Martin, go go ahead. Tell us what you got, Martin. What happened? Okay. right so it was, it was a few days ago. The first thing that happened is I sat
4: down on my bed and five pence just flew over my left shoulder onto the floor in front of us. And because I've got paranoid schizophrenia, I thought, oh, am, am I just say things? Yeah, so I picked it up, it was real. Yeah. I could see it. And I put it in the bin because I, I just thought, right, whatever that is, I don't really want a-
1: it. F- I don't want a haunted shilling. That can go right in the bin. Yeah.
4: Well, I don't want to play on with us. Whatever, whatever it is, it's looking for yeah. attention.
1: Yeah.
4: Um, the second thing, another thing that happened, right, I've got a, a, a couple of rats and I let one of the rats out and he's jumped around. He jumps on my bed. Yeah. He goes behind us and gives us, like, a little nip on the rear and I just, like, I sort of ignore this. And then he goes to my leg, my Bobby left bomb. leg, at yeah. the back of the knee and he gets a hold of it. I had to shake him off and I, 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 I like, sh- threw him off my bed sort of thing. I was a yes. bit pissed off. Yeah. i looked I looked at the back of my knee and I've got a slice that's about three inches long and there's no way that my rat could have done that. you know they've only got small teeth.
1: What do you think there's... might have done it
4: right I think but another I'll just quickly explain another thing that happened right yeah, go this, on. this particular rat I like him to be wild, I think Smart. he's happier when he's wild, so I don't yeah. like him being picked up or anything like that. I like yeah. him to be wild well, when he's happier. Uh, I got a can of Budweiser and I was just messing around. I put it inside of the cage and uh, through my phone, I wasn't on a browser or YouTube or anything. I heard the noise of a can being moved. I thought, oh, that's a bit strange. Again, some strange things have happened. I'm just going to ignore it. I looked in the cage and the can that I put there, it gone. Absolutely just disappeared. It wasn't in the cage. I, 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 checked, I double-checked it. It was gone. It wasn't in sight. I thought, right. There's been some weird things happening. I'm just going to completely ignore so it. I'm, I'm not going to be asked with this. Uh, then 10 minutes later, I heard the noise.
1: I've got i got to say, Martin, I love your phrase. There's spooky stuff going on, and you're going, I, I can't be asked with this. You're, I love it.
3: You're exactly. <laughs> I couldn't be asked with it either. You're a match for any ghost, <laughs> has to be said. That's brilliant. Because Go on, the sorry. Thing is, though, another thing
4: that happened, right? I, I am sitting down, the, the light was off, and through my left eye, I could see a white, something white, like a, the. The figure of a white person touching my face, and I just I thought, oh, I cannot be asked with this man. What the hell? I just I I got up. I I let it do it for a couple of seconds, and I got up and I switched the light back on, and it, it was off. Uh, because I know people can see things, you know what I mean. The the mind plays tricks, but this this is like I've never had stuff like this before. It's a coincidence. It's it's all happened. So I'm thinking, like, is it, is it an alien? Is it a ghost? Is
1: it like a poltergeist? How did you? How do like you? Uh, how do you? How did you feel as, when it was
4: happening? Um, I felt quite good. felt I felt a little bit special, but I, I thought, well, I don't want this to continue. I mean, especially if whatever it is has cut the back of my leg, that means it can physically hurt us. You know what I mean? What What am I supposed to do? What rules do I follow to stop this type of thing happening? And nobody believes us. So whatever done this. Uh, it, can, it can do anything. Those. I've, I've, I've done. I've run MI5. I've contacted GCHQ. I've contacted. Uh, there's like this space agency in Europe, There was another sort of version of it uh, in this country. What did uh, I've those? Uh, the Samaritans.
1: What did? Um, what did all those organisations say?
4: Fuck all. Absolutely nothing. Yeah oh, you've got a cut on your leg, uh, you should go to the uh, hospital and get it checked out. They might tell you what it is. Um, what, they're not, they're not going to tell us what it is. I know I can basically, we'll we, we get taught all this stuff in school and then we just forget it because we don't, most people don't have experiences like that. But I, I believe that a lot of that stuff is real. Like I believe in demons. I do now anyway, I believe in like demons and ghosts and aliens and all this type of thing. I think there's, there's different levels of us. I, I think our planet has ghosts. You know what I mean? I think our planet does have hell and does have heaven. Uh, and that's that's something that's specific to our planet. There might be other planets that have that. But I think there's, there's aliens as well, and they don't specifically have heaven and hell and... Isn't funny because there's
1: some of the things martin you're saying i'm thinking well i don't believe that and there's some of them i'm going yeah i believe that i i i believe uh-huh. in aliens no no I, I, i'm just saying what i'm saying is oh you've got him we we all you've come we all I mean, come look, from look, look at the universe oh yeah mathematically it's 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 almost definite definite but i just thinking that we, we all have different things that we think are crazy and different things that we go oh yeah yeah That's 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 Probable, if not possible, I, I I believe in aliens and UFOs. I'm coming round to the idea of ghosts, but the the thing that I turned my nose up at the, what you said was heaven and hell. Um, but mm-hmm. there will be other people listening going, well, obviously heaven and hell are real, but but aliens is bullshine. Mm. So it's it's all different things. If I believe that you believe it, Martin. I mean, like I say, I say I do believe in heaven
4: and hell, but then science would it makes that a little bit more difficult because the Earth's core is, can be seen as like a battery, like some sort of source of power. Like this yeah. whole planet is a source of power for the sun. And the more that we use energy, the, the quicker that it's going to disappear.
5: The what, you, have the, what do you it, want?
1: Why, I, here's a question I've got for you. And, and please, this might sound rude, but I don't mean it to be rude, okay? It's curiosity. Mm-hmm. Why, why are you telling me and Catherine this? What do you hope will uh, be the end result of this phone call?
4: I just wanted somebody to listen. Uh, it's really annoying the fact that I've got paranoid schizophrenia and people just think that I'm having hallucinations and delusions. And when I'm not, it's really annoying. I'm a little bit scared because I don't know how far this is going to go. I, but I, I,
1: be- I believe that you believe this, right? And, and uh-huh. you know, the, the the mind cannot tell between the real and the vividly imagined. Did it happen? Did you imagine it? I don't know. I wasn't there. But you believe it happened. So it, it, in your reality, it exists, right? And I buy that. I, uh, Catherine and I are more than happy to take these phone calls where you share this stuff, right? Anyone can phone in, okay? And you can come yeah. and share this stuff and I'm finding it really interesting. But I would like to put down that you do something for us as part of this exchange yeah you tell your mental health team these same things that you're telling us
4: I've done that, I've done it beautiful, I've done it beautiful, that's all I want my my medication and stuff like that that's all I want of course then it's not my medication it's nothing to do with us it's real. Like I've I've experienced it. I've yeah. had schizophrenia since I was a child and I've only just recently started getting treated for it. And I've never had like something like this happen. You
1: can tell the difference between what is your schizophrenia and what is actual spooky shit.
4: Um Yeah, I mean like i I've heard voices before, for instance outside my window, so then I've gone and checked out my outside out the back and I've seen there's no one there. And then i've gone back inside and then i've heard the voices again well i've thought well i've done all that i can and it's just the voices aren't going to go they aren't going to go but this is something different this is like a physical coin it's in my bin i've got a black bin bag in my room right now and it's in there the coin is in there
1: martin i've really enjoyed talking to you and um i've really enjoyed listening to your experiences and you can call in any time you want and share this and you're already telling your mental health team that's that's all. I'm as long as you're doing that, you can come and tell us anything. I would I would hate for me and Catherine to be a replacement yeah. for those medical yeah. experts. But if you're doing both, you phone us up any time you want, mate.
4: Okay. Well, all I'll say is I hope that yourselves and all the people that are watching and listening don't have to experience what ah. Uh, after experience that's very generous and what, me, and, and what i have experienced as well not just with the schizophrenia but with whatever this freaky stuff is that's going on as well
1: nice to talk to you mate and thank you for um, being so generous i appreciate take it take care
3: martin
1: see you later mate thanks
3: see you Bye bye.
1: what a nice guy yeah what a nice guy what a nice guy 0203 paul you're going to be next uh, we've got to um, do this it's false That one's not on the recording, is no, it? No,
3: that was me. That was actual me. That Okey was live. I a cappella.
1: I, I did every, all of these yesterday. You do them.
3: All right. Jesus. Gregorian Emerson, family law solicitors. If you're going through a divorce, it's going to be crappy, but it need not be as crappy as it could be. Does that make sense? He will not make it any more dramatic than it already is. He will certainly not stir things up between you and your ex. If you want, he'll shrimp you. No, he won't. Do you know what shrimping is? Yes, I do know what shrimping is. What is
1: it? For the boys and girls watching.
3: Sucking people's toes.
1: Sucking my toes off. To my underfoot. Anyway,
3: thought you said I was g- you were going to let me do this. Underfoot. Why?
1: That's a great name. If there's not a seventies band called underfoot. underfoot, then I ain't I ain't interested anyway, in music anymore. If
3: you can't have a straightforward conversation with uh, that person in your house Socking anymore, my toes phone them. Off. Get out! Get out! It's never going to work. Everybody,
1: they will do divorces for business partnerships as well.
3: Mm. Good.
1: This one handy. This one, and you owe these an apology for trolling them last night. Nick is furious.
3: Poseidon Safety Management. I know Nick I,
1: is furious. I don't even remember
3: you. ringing them. No. Nope. Catherine d-
1: rang them and was abusive to them. Didn't
3: sound like me when I put it on the podcast uh, either. But okay. uh, Poseidon Safety Management, biggest supplier of um, guard dogs in Devon and Cornwall. They recruit from the local area. So my feet
1: are fine, by the way. Everyone's going on, on again. His feet again.
3: You do it, Kath. You don't speak enough. No, no, no. no.
1: People are getting on my nerves. Everyone's going on, on his feet again. Right, it's there.
3: That's oh, the foot. I, seriously, man. That is the foot. Look at it. Get out of the way. What are you doing? Ah!
1: Ah, oh, flipping heck, man. Put your foot you my You t- t- tore my sack.
3: <laughs> you tore my sack. You risked your sack the moment you put your soul that close you t- to You tore my, t- my
1: bloody sack. You bloody bugger tore my bloody ball sack that did. Jesus. You <laughs> asking for it. I was not asking... What point did I say, oh, Kath? Could you tear my bloody ballsack, please?
3: We you put tell... your cheesy oh, plates in my oh, face. F- go on, go on, go on, go on. Go on. <sighs> that came out. Oh, it didn't. Now you see what I have to deal with on a daily basis. Apart from Saturdays and Sundays. Quit my ballsack. When I have no one calling. My me bloody
1: ballsack. I'm moving into your house. I spoke to your husband, and he said I can move in. They're getting rid of your least favourite child,
3: the youngest. Can they get rid of me and you can move in?
1: A bloody ball sack.
3: Poseidon Safety Management, uh, they're very good. By the way... They don't do deserve the abuse I deal by out. By the
1: way, please, you want to advertise with us? You'd be an idiot if you didn't. Because this oh. is
3: what we do. Fuck off. My foot in your face. <laughs> no! Get off, get off, get off. Because you will lick it because you're a dirty get.
1: Rip your bloody ball sack in a minute.
3: My ball sack is massive.
1: Big old saggy ball sack she's got. <laughs> Bulging. 34sp.com, it's... Oh, you do it. Do no,
3: I no, do it. no, because you say you do it and then you oh, won't let me. Of, of what, Get a big one. That massive gob. <laughs> <laughs> 34sp.com, they're brilliant. They're an ethical web hosting uh, <laughs> company based in Manchester, but everyone's gone home. They said it. He can't resist, you see. You can't resist. They sent everyone home before they had to because they're nice. Um, And you can get three months free web hosting with 34sp.com if you go to their website and put in the code TLNA. Do it. Abby Care. I wish he'd go.
1: (laughs) (laughs) What she's saying is she wishes I would relapse again so that she could get the inheritance.
3: (laughs) What inheritance? Abbey Group, they're a specialist addictions recovery clinic. Ian's looked into it because he's something of an expert in these matters. I love drugs. Reason, for one reason or another. Um, and, they do, and they do all the right things. It's hey. not, hey, shush. It's not um, cheap, but if you mention this advert, you can get 25% <laughs> off, which is not to be sniffed at. And
1: so it begins, what? not to be sniffed at. That's good, that should be their nice thing. So it begins, you know my private email address was displayed? Yeah. Well, someone signed me up for Pornhub.
3: As if you're not already signed up, God. Exactly. Amateur. Amateur. <laughs> He's a pre- he's a premium member.
1: He's a prick, I thought you were going to say. Um, and that was the end of the... fact uh, you're a founder Hello. member,
3: are not you? Sorry? You're a founder member. I'm
6: not in a bad That's old news.
3: Hello, the force of police. This is great. guys. I'm, I'm going to get my own drink of water,
1: shall I? Yeah, I wasn't going to get you one.
3: Fuck <laughs> mate. Goodness sakes!
1: That's why she's wearing leather pants. Pleather.
3: Um,
1: Let's... Us, call the up. The cow would
3: have not survived
1: in, in the wild. Cow, the cow will not survive in this house much longer. Call in about anything you want. It's Jacob123. Anything you want. But you've got to be at least as handsome as this guy. <laughs> None of Yes. Paul was one of the very kind people that reached out to me uh, when I was struggling. uh, When I flagged up I was going to be struggling at the weekend, potentially around drugs. And Paul very kindly... Reached out to me and offered to sell me some drugs, but at a really expensive price that was out of my reach.
3: Oh, that's kind. Which I
1: thought, no, he um, he offered to play Mario Kart with me. Aww. But I was I was actually going to bed and a, I went had a really lovely doze. So thank you. But I thought that was I don't know you weren't doing it just out of kindness. I know we, we get on and I enjoy your company. But that was really kind, Paul, and I I I didn't thank you properly. So thank you. I, also, I he was worried it. you
3: would beat him. Paul. Shut up! Mm-hmm. Shut
1: up! Thank you, Paul. I appreciate. Or you that. wouldn't
3: let him be Princess Please shut, Peach. Up. Please, will you shut up?
1: This guy is a hero. He's a member of the British Empire. He is
3: a member. Yeah.
1: Oh, for God's sake! That's this. you basically just spat at the Queen. There. I'm so sorry, mate. Paul.
3: Did you ask her about 1966? Oh, you've not got to speak to it yet, have you? Oh my God. Does it count? If you've,
1: does do does your MBE count if you've not been um, knighted? Yes. It's not a yeah, knight. Apparently
6: so. Yeah. Yeah, it's official. It's You're not, official. But you've not
1: met a member of the royal family. No. So it's sort of semi. It's semi. I mean, <laughs> I personally <laughs> wouldn't call it official. It's semi-official. <laughs> so, okay. So it's just Paul. It's just Paul. Yeah. That, that will do. No, Paul. Paul of all Pauls.
3: Paul of all oh, Pauls. yeah.
1: Well, actually, you've been um, thrown off that because you never um, held any of the Pauls to account.
3: No, they've that's been running riot. Poor they have been running absolute rings around you. Need yeah, to crack the whip. Yes.
1: <laughs> yeah.
6: Well, may, may I crack it now? Please. Um, <laughs> I've got it to
1: hand. Do
3: you want to mine? I like. Um, Go on.
1: I like props in the bedroom. Um,
3: Gosh, that's a revelation I didn't expect from Paul coming on, but, talking about Mario Kart, and all of a sudden we're onto props.
1: But. An actual, an actual Indiana Jones whip. Oof, that's going to smart. That's Mm. taking it too far. One of those things that's got like, you know, like floggy things on it, but you just, you kind of, that's fine, a bit of fun. An actual, Mm. because that's the image, isn't it? Of a dominatrix in like, you know, boots and everything's very tight. And and the whip, Mm. the whip. I would just no. fold it in
3: half and give it a little light tap. Mm. I think if you've got it fully extended, you're quite far away. In my experience, you're going to have
1: someone's eye out. give you're right. That's for a bigger bedroom. Exactly. It's
3: uh... or something purpose-built.
1: By the way, I just, I just feel that Paul popping up here is just killing things a bit. There we go. The... Me too. <laughs>
3: there
1: we go. Just made it. Just made the screen a little bit sexier, Paul. Okay. Just a little it's bit. It's working. It's a little bit sexier. <laughs> the
3: tragedy right. of it is, it's working. <laughs>
6: how can we help you sir i I just called to check in it's you know i'm oh yeah i see it now yes very sexy (laughs)
4: um
6: (laughs) uh no i just called because i'm i've this is the first time i've been able to sleep in about a month properly and um not be worried about meeting deadlines for various things so i am a human being again i feel more like it so yeah good it's been mental
1: you you do look very well you say have you actually slept because your eyes are starting to look a little droopy as you're talking that's better better. (laughs) thank you so you finished all because you were doing your radio show
6: yeah that's done
3: that's that's all done
1: and dusted
6: done done how do you
3: feel about it
6: um i am richer for the knowledge that i have acquired in doing all of that research um it's been a it's been a good experience very positive in many ways it's hard work though really hard work um but yeah because you
1: were you were writing and research i mean what we do is not what you do we turn up and we dick around you were writing and researching and, and putting you know pieces together yeah yeah that is hard work
3: i've done that kind of radio show before i met you
1: all right, well, I say. you. It's, it's well it's, tricky. I mean, I'm being patronizing to both of you. It's a piece of piss. But, <laughs> I mean, you make it hard, and that's your. You're not very good at it. The, the tricky. Yeah, anyway. A lot of people saying. Um, so Michael says, Paul has a very sexy voice. Ruby mm. says, I love Paul. He's a, He's a lovely chap. He is sexy.
3: Oh, this is what <laughs> happens when you use that power screen. Yeah, yeah. I see you attract That's people it, there yeah. with a horn.
1: Vox300 says, I have performed with Paul in the past. Oh.
3: Ooh. Oh. When in, and what where? Capacity? in what capacity, Vox? Vox, please Spill. tell us more.
1: Joe says, Get this man off. He's making me feel inadequate. What <laughs> <angel> is this?
6: <laughs> None of it. Outrageous. The number of times I've had people come up to me and say, Oh, do I, do I have to buy him now? Do I have to call you sir now? And all of that
3: is. I hope you say yes.
6: Very or, naughty. Uh, I, will never, I will never call you, sir. Excellent. Thank you.
1: Although Dangra says, very sexy man. <laughs> Crash Override 82, sensual Paul.
0: <laughs> Dabrixi says,
1: Paul. I know all of his secrets.
6: Oh. Uh, he does. one of the
1: cats has done a really stinky poo. Sorry, I've got to go and clean up a poo. Oh, there he go.
3: really there, does. There goes the se- sexy atmos. <laughs> Sorry.
6: De Briggs, he knows, knows. I've Does known him since De... I was 10 years old. Is that right? He knows me.
7: <laughs>
3: oh, hang on a minute. What's that? Someone did a poo in the bath today. I got sent a photograph. He? Ian is suggesting it was the cats. It looked surprising to me.
6: Oh, my goodness, mate.
3: Yeah. Anyway, someone's yeah. not happy. Put it that way. <laughs> It was a dirty protest if you don't see
6: one. What's the the latest on Big Boy?
3: Big Boy is really coming out of his shell. So I've been coming round here obviously week on week, and for the first few weeks we got to a stage where he and said, "This just isn't going to work. I think I should just let him go. He's just maybe not suited to life indoors. He's not coming out from behind the sofa." And sure enough, you know, you just hear him scrabbling about behind the back of the sofa, and, and that was it. He's kind of part of the family now. He's um, started eating alongside the other cats. There is minimal hissing. There's one cat in particular who doesn't uh, particularly like him at this point. But I think it's um, I think the jockeying for position within the cat pack is is pretty much over. Mark says, Excellent.
1: "Is Mark says, is this toxic masculinity yet?" <laughs>
3: <laughs> toxic cat masculinity. Okey
1: dokey. That was terrible. I know.
3: Goodbye, Paul. Bye, Paul. That was your fault. Goodbye. Bye.
5: Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.
1: Well, this is going to be. Of course it is. Trouble, but we'll give it a go. Oh, god.
3: That's
1: a the thing. That's a stinker. This could be trouble. Hello? Hi. I can hear you. We can't see you, but that's not important right now.
8: Yeah, no worries. I don't actually have a, a camera available.
1: That's fine. How
8: can we help you? I just thought I would call in and actually share something um, that's went on um, at the start of lockdown just before. Yeah, go on. Um, yeah, uh, it was, it's quite a serious thing, and it's kind of hard to talk about. Um, But basically it was a story of meeting someone online, um, online dating, through an app called Tinder, where um, you typically swipe each other.
3: We've heard of Uh, Tinder,
8: yeah. Yeah, and uh, when you swipe with someone, uh, it's up to those people to send a message or you send a message. Um, But that's where it all went wrong for me um, because I matched with a person Um, who didn't have a verified profile. Um, And the first thing they said to me was, we have a connection. That's quote-unquote as it was. We have a connection. Uh Um, And if I could uh, go back to that point um, five months later, well, it's actually longer now, but let's just say it hadn't happened. If I could go back to that and realise how dangerous that statement was, um, maybe if the person had said, I think we have a connection, I'd like to explore that, Um, do you want to get to know me? That would be much more um, normal, but what happened was, I met a person who systematically, um, emotionally and physically manipulated me. Um, They destroyed absolutely every aspect of my life, from freelance work, to material possessions, to memories as a child, um, to household things. um, Frightening, truly frightening. Um, And at the time as it was happening, we developed a relationship over five months and we lived together during that time. Uh, I didn't realise how alarming the things that happened were. But we're talking like um, this person uh, opened birthday gifts that I had uh, when I was sleeping. This is a person who went into my private uh, drawers and took photos of photos of me as a child and decided to use it as, as a status And um, this is a person who would nip and punch um, And carry it off as oh, you're not any fun if you don't take it. This is a person who pushed and pulled absolutely everything that I did um, From let's watch a movie. I'll choose it if I wanted to stand up and go to the toilet I need to sit down and relax uh, this is a person who made me play child board games, age 4 to 12 or something. If I didn't play, I wasn't fun. This is a person who made me make plasticine models and judge my models. I'm a 35-year-old man. Um, yeah, there's lots of things that happened during this time. And it left me, I mean, the things that happened in the end, it left me with anxiety, panic attacks, depression, Um, I was worried because they stole um, some work that I do and passed it off as their own. The social media platforms have taken down um, posts that they've made um, because they're defamatory and copyright. Um, The police have been involved, but because it's complicated and it's not easy to pinpoint this, really, um, it's a trade-off. Do I want to run the risk of going to court and not having a lawyer who can represent me over it? Um yes, yeah, so I've learned a lot about uh, things like that, a very destructive thing.
1: Why was i confused? It sounds horrendous. I'm confused slightly by the statement, we have a connection and why that was so problematic compared to the other examples that you, you, you the variations that you gave. Why? Why was that? Is that in hindsight that that, that, that seems inappropriate?
8: Absolutely. Um, this is a person who within 10 days uh, told me that she, she loved me and um, she showered me with love up to 20, 30, 40 times a day. I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you. We have a connection as sinister. This is, looking back, um, this is something that she's done with other people. Um, it's a person that commands love and hate. There's no middle ground. They, she wants worship. Um, so that's why we have a connection. As a fright and opening line, it's a red flag. If mm-hmm. if, if the person has said, "Okay, you've got. A, I don't know you, but I like your looks.
3: Yeah. I, do you want
8: to see if we have a connection?"
3: This was her taking ownership.
8: Absolutely, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, I, I've not heard that one, but yeah, that's ownership. Mhm. Yeah, very much so.
1: How did um, you get out of it?
8: Um, it was frightening. Um, this is a person who's, who has a, a place to live in Spain. Um, I'm in Scotland now. Um, during lockdown, um, the craziness, she, um, she cited extreme personal reasons and she had to return to her flat in Spain. And we maintained a relationship at that point. Um, I was fully supportive of anything she had to do. Uh, but what happened was, after three weeks of maintaining a relationship when she was back in Spain... Um, The last message I got was, I love you very much. And then for the next week, my messages were read but not replied to. Um, The following week, they weren't read but they got through. I then checked on social media. She posted a a thing that said, this is a picture of me and my partner and it was gray boxes. Um, I got an email after six weeks um, to say, I just had to leave you. Um, You can hate me if you want, quote unquote, you can hate me if you want. I felt it was best. And that was it. Um, so uh, that conversation went by email for some a few threads back and forth and uh, she then tried to emotionally blackmail me again um, she suggested that she would call me on my birthday, but I wasn't to contact her until then uh, my birthday was 10 weeks from that day. Gosh. Wow. So it was, it was hard to get closure.
1: Did you feel at any point in this relationship, maybe at the start or maybe not at all, that this was a partnership or, or, or was it from day one, from that we have a connection, it, it was her, it was her, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It was her in control and and dominating.
8: It was all control, absolutely yeah. all control. I mean, there was times that I did enjoy myself to some level and, yeah. and it I mean, it, it pushed a, a motivated, like I became slightly motivated. Like I stopped smoking and I started exercising and things like that, which I would probably do at my own pace anyway. But with her, it was, it was reacting to that. It was all control, all of it. Um, it's hard to say. Um, see, there was a, go on, sorry. The, I mean, the things that, occur- that occurred that were just, the things that kind of made me feel, okay, this is real. Um, after four weeks of living together, we brought it to an end, um, and it was after she punched me, and I said, "Look, time to go home. Um, that's the end." And then there was a short email communication at that point because the person also took inappropriate pictures at certain times and when we were together. It led me to feel completely shocked. Um, so anyway, after you know it was over, and I took her home, um, I sent a follow-up email because. I wanted to say, as a civil request, okay, relationship's finished. Can you just make sure that you've deleted any pictures that you might have captured without my permission? Um, that person then went on in that thread to, uh, I mean, it went back and forth, but she, she didn't answer the questions directly. Um, it got to the end, and basically, uh, I was gratuitously sexualized, is what I would say. They commanded me, they said that I had hysteria, even though I was just succinct and trying to make sure that photos were not going to end up in in inappropriate places, Mm. she she suggested that I had hysteria and that I needed to do certain things um, and uh, take me to that place. At that point, I just felt, no, this is crazy. You've punched me. We've split up. I've asked for a civil thing, and now you're doing this. It's Mm. over, and I've never experienced this. This is alarming, so because I felt so negative, I contacted the police. And I says, look, can you just talk to this person? Here's what's happened. Um, it's not, not making me feel good. I'd like it to be finished. Um, anyway, so what I was led to believe, because I never made a formal report, um, it was just really mediation at that point with the police. So the police tried to contact her by telephone, and what she did was she even manipulated the police. She said, I don't understand what you're saying. Her English level was perfectly fine, um, but to the police, she didn't understand. So... The police came back to me and says, look, we contacted her and this is what she said. And I thought, OK, that's OK enough. I mean, the fact that the police have made the presence, that's cool. But what then happened was after about five days, the person got back to me by email and showed a complete impasse to the fact that the police had called, almost no recognition to that fact, and just said, what do I need to do to make it work? What? So that's so that's one thing that did make me feel this person was committed to me um i kind of recognized that as like okay fair play um i'm at an age where i want to meet someone and and somebody had said that you have to choose what hell you want to die on and you know at 35 years old i meet a chick i'm thinking okay maybe we can make it work so i'll give it if she's willing to say that then i'll do the same but all the stuff that I've already said was repeated. Um, she, I think the fact that she got back to me demonstrated that she was embarrassed more than anything else by being cast aside. Mm. So that's that's kind of what went on.
1: Oh, no. Do you... Um, do you uh, this might sound weird to some people in the chat, but Catherine will know why I'm saying this, and I think you'll get this. Do you miss her?
8: and um, there was this idea of hope for sure absolutely especially after the six weeks of silence the last word i love you you know uh, so i had all this hope of it coming back together and um, all of my feelings i'm quite smart i was able to go back and look at the things that happened all the feelings that that came from me were forced you know they weren't my feelings they were i'm going to nip and poke you or i'm going to tickle you you know to make you feel a certain way um so that's actually probably been the thing that saved me and I I feel sorry for people that have been trapped in more than five months of that uh, because I was able to go back and say here 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 this wasn't real this wasn't real this wasn't Mm. real but of course of course I had the feelings of yeah where is she what's happening Uh, you know you told me you love me and it's real so yeah I I had that but that's gone
3: God, it feels like you've had you've had like a five-year relationship in the space of five months I'm not surprised you're feeling exhausted with it
8: yeah, this, this was extreme, very extreme.
3: Uh, I've got,
1: got two more things I want to ask you. First of all, do you have people around you that you trust and you, you can speak
8: to about this? That's the difficult thing. There's uh, been four places that have helped this situation. So family were upset. You know, family can only do so much. They wanted mm. to help, but they didn't have the tools. So they were just supportive and they were there. Friends, friends were good because they related to certain things. But again, you want to muck about with your friends. You want to play games. So that, that didn't go. The other was um, the Samaritans and Breathing Space as a great support network.
1: Oh, I don't know who are Breathing Space.
8: Uh, breathing Space is, um, I think it's NHS funded in Scotland and it's a telephone support system that's open from okay. six o'clock in the evening until two o'clock in the morning, Monday to Friday. And on the weekends, it's 24 hours.
1: Okay. And a similar kind of thing to Samaritans or specifically about abusive relationships or mental health or how how does that work
8: these are more trained professionals working with the nhs um and under under breathing space you can actually if you if there's formal things that you need to explore and you need more session-based therapies they will refer you to living life as a good place to be
1: um and uh how are you feeling now do you do you feel safe are you no no not do you feel safe are you safe
8: yeah i'm perfectly fine um I mean, this the hate, the worship, the the worship, and the I've got guy. This what I feel the person wanted to do was create this idea of oh, I've got a guy. He's always following me. He's always following me. So what she deliberately did was she. I've learned about these things called spheres of concern. You know, your sphere of concern shouldn't go too far. You can only be concerned about your life and the things that's going on. But this person took me to a place online about concern. Um, so. The thing that's bothered me the most is that when I have to mean I have to look at her social media to make sure that she's not being defamatory, she's not stealing my work. But that's now at a place that's okay. That that caused me a lot of trouble. So now it's just about putting time between it and structuring it. So if I if I do feel that I have to be concerned about what she's doing online, it's structured. So. Is yeah. it not
1: possible? Could you not possibly ask? Uh, maybe it would would help if you asked a friend yeah. to look at her social media. I was going to suggest so that so that you didn't have to, or you had one person that you trusted, that you know either you did it with them, like once, you know, three o'clock every Sunday afternoon, you go and do it with them, or you asked them to do it so that you don't have to look at it.
8: It's it's a tricky one to traverse. I can't let my friends loose on this situation. They because would, they would
1: have a steam in and have a go at her
8: yes I'm not willing to go down that road no yeah.
1: of course not and that's, that's a responsible thing to. it do. just sounds
3: like it's quite a traumatic well obviously you're handling it but it's potentially quite a traumatic thing to have to keep going back and checking and, and fearing yeah. the worst all the time mm-hmm. yep. I'm really sorry this has happened to you
8: no problem. Thanks for taking my call. It's oh, good
1: to see you. Hey, listen, man. Any time. And um, you know, if 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 you if, if you want to talk about this again, you give us a call. If you you know, one night you're I don't know, you're having a panic attack or something's happened, we will be a non-judgmental ear. If you want to phone up and and talk about the new PlayStation Five, you can do that. You know, it, 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 please don't think of us as those are the two people that I go to when I feel shit. If you no. want to phone up and have a laugh, then we'll, you're very very welcome.
8: Appreciate that. A lot. Most,
3: of, most of all, you, you know you didn't deserve any of this, right?
8: I think so, yeah. Unjustified.
3: Exactly.
1: You're a good man. Thanks for
3: calling. Take care of yourself.
8: You too.
1: ta Bye-bye. Ta-ra. Um, here comes some adverts. If you're a sub, you will not see these adverts. If you are not a sub, you might see two minutes worth of adverts. I would suggest subbing. Um. Gosh, isn't it?
3: Yeah. It's all going on
1: out there. It's all going on out there. Every possible combination of humanity is is taking shape.
3: You hear a lot of those stories um, about men's behaviour towards women, fewer about women, but it still happens. It yeah. happens, and I guess that a lot of men don't feel able to come forward and talk about it because there's kind of a perception that they should have known better.
1: There are a few people in the chat saying that. Well, I wouldn't do that. The first, first date, I would have told them to naff off.
3: No one thinks they're going to end up in that situation. But it doesn't work
1: like that. Mm-hmm. And... Um, You know, there are some people who are mentally and physically abused once and they go, what the fuck was that? I'm out of here. And they go, but but these people, the abusers, the manipulators, are excellent at choosing people, selecting people that will be susceptible to their charms and will allow them to get away with their physical and emotional violence. They're good at choosing people. It's, It's funny, the number of people... We we I genuinely think we're all attracted to types, it's on a kind of a vibration level. The number of um, people I know who've been in a relationship with an alcoholic, and then they've they've it's ended, and then they end up in a relationship with another alcoholic. It's it's almost like there's some kind of secret that, that subconsciously some people want to fix, and that simplifying things a lot. It, th- th- we're attracted to people, and and these 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 bullies, these these abusers. They are able to detect people that it will work on and latch onto them.
3: I think in the case that you sort of talk about there, or the idea of the cases that you're talking about there, we're not talking about anyone in particular, but I think if you've been in a relationship with someone who is um, an addict of whatever kind, you feel like you maybe have more of an insight and you're less likely to turn your back on someone just because that's what it it is
1: it's that or uh, I was thinking of people who they shack up shack up they forget in a relationship with someone and don't know that they're an alcoholic and then six months later they go oh shit it's another there's
3: some yeah
1: there's 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 some you know when I was acting out around sex I was able to detect people that I would be able to engage with I remember you telling me that there's a vibration there's a frequency that I, I genuinely it sounds hippy dippy shit but I think that we're all we're all operating on, you know, again, is there a cat under there that I'm kicking? Yeah, there is. Oh, it's lucky. Sorry, darling. Again, <laughs> it is mass generalizations, but I have never been in a relationship where I have been beaten. I know some people who have been in two or three relationships yeah. where they have not in any way saying it's their fault. Not don't, at all. Don't hear that. It's that vibration thing. We are drawn to there's, there's, when we're When we're flirting with someone, there's so much that's going on that's not said. Subtle body movements, pheromones, if you want to buy into that. There's so much that's going on and mm-hmm. it's, I don't know.
3: I know I what you mean. Know. I know what you mean. It's the. I, I have some experience, not, not personally, but in, in, within my extended family of people who've been in um, violent relationships. It doesn't start out that way. And the thing that the men I'm thinking of all have in common is so charming mm-hmm. so charming and so sorry and uh, you're the only one who can help me you can you, you can make me better i can't do this without you all that sort of stuff so it's not happening all the time it's only happening occasionally and you're in love with the whole person and so you keep wanting to believe that that's that time was the last time awesome so we well, are looking for love
1: 35 is an age where i think people start thinking oh shit time's running out yeah some people start thinking all oh, times i'm i'm nearly I'm nearly forty and I think that that you can sometimes be willing to overlook small things that maybe at twenty five you wouldn't tolerate yeah. and of course it doesn't start it's not date two you get a slap around the face generally it's You know, it's a lot slower and subtler.
3: And you can believe that maybe you did something. It wouldn't have happened if I hadn't done this or said that and I got at at the wrong moment, all that kind of stuff. It's terrible. And the other thing is that once those problems start to happen, because you don't want someone else coming in and going, well, that's out of order, you've got to leave, you don't tell anyone. And suddenly you find yourself maybe two, three, four years in And you haven't got any mates anymore because you didn't keep it up because you don't want them knowing what's been going on. So you're on your own.
1: Super Weber says, we unconsciously look for the kind of dynamics we experience in childhood. I think there is something in that. I think there is, for a lot of people, again, it's generalisations, there'll always be exceptions. I do think for a lot of people there um, there is something in that.
3: I think if that is what your model of a man or a woman is... Maybe you're more likely to accept that.
1: John says, and I was going to say this, and I thought I won't because it sounds inappropriate. It was done well on the archers. It was done really well on the archers, but I didn't want to say that. (laughs) Oh, two, oh, three, two, eight, six, six, three, seven, oh.
3: Look at this from Pigeon Tail Art. I was literally talking about this with my therapist today. I've been emotionally abused pretty much my whole life by family members, friends and partners, and I always thought it was my fault because I bring out the worst in people.
1: Thank you for sharing that. Thank um, you for sharing that. Um, someone in the chat said, what what, what what, can we call in about? Catherine, what can they anything, call in about?
3: Anything. <laughs> anything. Um, ring just... People ring up about nothing. People just ring up because they say, I haven't spoken to someone, anyone all day. Or, um, I don't know, whatever.
1: If you're here for the Win and Billion Dollars competition, that's coming up later. It's coming up after midnight.
3: Yeah. Uh,
1: <laughs> free Beer is coming up later. And we'll have Pammy and we'll have Brett Michaels of Poison. Um, coming up on the show, The great
3: reunion special. A
1: little bit, a little bit later on. Let me just get that free beer down. The, I think these graphics are working. I think look at the numbers. The numbers are flying high. One thousand and twenty-six. Yeah. Um, uh, I think this is this is, and it also here's the thing. I thought it would look a little bit busy on the screen. It looks great. actually. I think it looks
3: really effective in a Linda Barker kind of way. <laughs> it
1: looks great. <laughs> On.
3: Isn't that beautiful? <laughs> this
1: is our job, kids, is dicking around and, you know, listening to people um, who are sometimes sharing quite intense Ooh. things and sometimes, you know, sharing absolute nonsense. Um, if you want to help us out... Uh, there's another cat under there. No,
3: it's my foot.
1: No, it's, no, it's Lucky's gone back. Um, to have got footstool under there. <laughs> the cat. The
3: footstool's in. actually mine, but no-one's <laughs> told, no,
1: told the cat. no told the cat. The free beer's coming. Um... Uh, follow. Click follow. We're nearly at 12,000 follows. We're 21 off 12,000. That would be awesome. Um, you can subscribe or you can go to paypal.me slash Ian Lee and make a donation. Lino,
3: I've just seen your comment in the chat. You're bang on there.
1: What does Lino say?
3: He's saying that about gaslighting. Um, oh, yeah. It's slow and insidious and horrible and you're so on the inside of it you don't even realise it's happening. But
1: I think he's doing that to us.
3: Are you gaslighting
1: me? No idea. Who's gaslighting you? I'm gassing you? you with my bum. Oh, God, I tell,
3: tell uh, you
1: Hello, it. caller. You're on the Late Night Alternative. Hello. There. How may we help? So,
7: uh, recently, I've been really down in general, you know. I've uh, I've currently moved up north. I've been living in London for about ten odd years. And, you know, lately I've been feeling, you know, I've, I'm, I'm I'm into a new environment with different people and i haven't been feeling the best you know it's it's been odd you know i have friends i have you know what people would call a healthy life but you know i just don't feel happy uh, at all i you know i'm talking to people every day i'm being active but i just don't feel happy I, what, what do you so mean by don't, what does
1: one. what does don't feel happy mean to you
7: you know, in general, to me, feeling happy is being able to, you know, smile and laugh with friends, you know, and and not feel down all the time. Mm. Uh, for me, I've been feeling down like this for, you know, more than a year at this point. And I really, you know, I, I thought it was normal. I really haven't talked to anyone about it.
1: Well, any idea where why it started?
7: So... I have a rough idea. So around four years ago, uh my father unfortunately passed away. Yeah, um I was I was pretty young at that time. And you know, from then I was told I had to be the man of the house, you know. So I I've always been strong so for example I didn't let out any emotion, you know, I was I was locked out at that point. I I didn't cry at his own funeral, for example. You know, it's it, it was tough. Um, it, from from then on, it's always been it's always been tough. I've de- dealt with depression. You know, I've, I've I've been in very dark places.
1: Have you cried for your dad at all? Cried for him? Yeah, when he passed.
7: No, I... not
1: not once since since he died.
7: Not once. You know, I felt I've, I've felt down and sad and depressed at some point, but I haven't cried yet.
1: Four, and that's four years?
7: Four years, yeah.
1: What would happen if you cried for him?
7: Nothing. Um, you know, I, I, I reckon I've cried. Uh, oh, I might feel better. You know, I've, I've tried. I've tried crying. I think, you know, I've, I've always just been kind of like blocked off and been told that, okay. This is who you are. You're a man, right? You can't, you can't be crying about this. I'm, I'm not British. I'm Portuguese, and this okay. how Portugal culture is. Yeah. You know, I've always lived in England, so I've been, I've been exposed to some things. Like, you know, it's, it's fine. You don't need to be masculine. You don't need to, you know, just not cry for anything. You can cry. It's fine. But just, that's just have meaning to. You know, I've, I've been very first lately though
1: who uh, who has told you that you're not supposed to cry your mum
7: no she's supportive of everything anything i do she she wants the best for me no. it's you know it's just people around me uh, all friends, uh, some some type of family you
1: know i cuz it's funny you said if you 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 said two conflicting things what would what would happen if you cried uh, for your dad and you said nothing or i might feel a bit better those are two sure. quite huge there's a huge gap between nothing and feeling a little bit better. And, and, and I suspect it would be the latter. It wouldn't solve everything. It wouldn't fix much. But crying is, um, when my dad died, right, and, and it was weird when my dad died because I didn't really have a very good relationship with him when we were just starting to build a relationship. This was seven years ago he died. And th- okay. there were things going on at home which meant I, I, I had a really, my kids, for, for whatever reason, my kids had never met my dad. Um, and we were about to, to sort it out, then meeting him, and then he got really ill and then he died. And, and so I had a lot of confusion and resentment, but, and I, I, don't, I didn't know at the time how I felt about him, but one day I just broke down in the kitchen and I cried and I cried, and I've never, I've never heard a noise like it. I've never heard a noise like it. It was guttural, it was like an animal it was this incredible sound and my wife who we weren't really together at the time but she came downstairs and she put her arm around me and she took me upstairs i'd I'd never made a sound like it and it was um i was gonna say it was wonderful but it's crying is a brilliant release of pressure And it can just bring up other feelings. And I was able to, while I was crying and afterwards, realize I was upset because my kids hadn't met my dad. I was upset because of the way he treated my mum. I was upset that I didn't make amends with him, you know, five years earlier when I had an opportunity to. All this stuff came out because he died and I was allowed, I allowed myself to cry. And I just think, I don't know how you do it, but you know, I just think if you if you If you watch like E.T. or if you watch something, right? Some, I don't know if there's a film that, that, that gets you every time that you kind of, you know, find your eyes moistening at. If you just did something like that, that allowed you to express your emotion and, you know, linked it in with your dad. It's not going to make you feel worse. As you say, the worst that's going to happen is nothing. Mm. The best that's going to happen is it's going to release and relieve some of the depression.
3: Right. right. Can I make a suggestion? And this is a lot. I know that we're putting a lot on you. Right. Please Um, go ahead. My my husband's mum died a while ago. Years ago, actually, now. But it feels very fresh. And he was the oldest brother. And when you said that you had to be the man of the house, that really kind of rang with me. Not because my husband hasn't got a dad, but because he was the one everyone lent on. And because he was so intent on making sure everyone else was alright he forgot about himself and the way you're talking, I've heard it before and I know where I've heard it before and it's from him and what I would like to say to you is that you um, you deserve to feel better and it doesn't mean that you you don't care about your dad or anything else that's gone on and it was I, I I can't imagine but it needs to come out in some sort of way. And I wonder actually whether, I don't know, uh, whether you could talk to someone or whether it, This is going to sound a bit daft, but it, I think it might help. Could you write a letter to your dad? Oh, I was
1: going to say exactly the same thing.
7: Yeah, I mean, I I'll I'll try exactly the same Definitely. thing.
3: Because, you know, I'm not expecting you to, you know, shave your eyebrows off and go crying in the street and do all that sort of stuff, because you don't strike me as that kind of bloke, right? But... Better
1: out than in. Yeah, my suggestion was going to be, and you take all this on board, you do it tonight, you do it in 10 years, you don't do it, it's all good. But just write him a letter, um, all all the stuff that you wanted to say to him and you didn't get to, you, know, you didn't get to say. And, and my suggestion would be, to. I don't know if he's buried or if his ashes were scattered or if there was a bench in a park that meant a lot to him or a pub or whatever, and go to that place and sit down and read it to him some people suggest afterwards burning it i've heard that suggested might be something in that but reading it to him and then just sitting there and listening
3: right but
7: because i mean he you know once again he um he's not buried here he's i mean he was even buried he's put in a i really i don't know the name for it in english but um he's put in basically a house with with the rest of his family
3: a, yeah. ma- a mausoleum. Um, mausoleum. Yeah.
7: Yes. yeah. Yeah. There you go. And it's currently up the country. But every time I go, you know, I try to visit and I try to, you know, talk. I clean it up all the time. And, you know,
1: yeah. good, good. The letter's really good because it helps you. Um, words are more powerful, I find, when they're written down and you can see them. You say, you, 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 you say, a, 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 if you just say out loud a paragraph, the first sentence is gone. But when you're reading a paragraph, it's 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 all there. You can mm. you can take time over it. You can you know get you can spend weeks doing it and just going back, going oh, I just want to add that thing about that thing when I was 15, and I just want to put that down and say thank you for that, or that thing when I was 20, and I just want to ask you why you did that. And it's all good. And if you if he's if he's abroad, that's fine. Do it in I don't know. Do it in a church. Do it in your back garden. Do it in you know the woods. Do it by the sea. Do it somewhere that is peaceful, and you feel that you have a bigger connection to the universe.
3: But the perfect thing about this, and the beautiful thing about it, is you don't need to tell anybody else if you don't want to. You don't have to read it aloud to anyone it's else between you and him because it feels like, and I may have read this wrong, but it feels like you've spent a lot of time looking after everyone else and worrying about what they're feeling.
1: Tell your dad how you're feeling.
7: Right. Well, I'm, I'm gonna try that now. Uh, thank you. I mean, okay. you know, it's, it's been, maybe, yeah, it's been four years, and you know, since then, um, I've tried, you know, expressing sadness, anger, whatever I felt in, in different ways. I'm a very creative person. So, you know, I music, whatever, you know, streaming, you know, I'm I'm trying to do streaming now. I've been trying to do whatever I can, you know, but I think this this might be the, the best thing I can do at the moment.
3: Yeah. It's simple
1: have, and it's private.
3: Have you considered going and have a word with your GP about feeling like this?
7: I used to have a therapist, um, you know. But um I, I don't really think I talked to her about that much, you know, it was it was at that point, it was just, um, the, it was at the point where uh, I was just depressed all the time. I wouldn't leave my bed for, you know, there was days, literal days, maybe three to four days, I wouldn't leave. I would um, I'd sit in my bed and not listen to music, you know. Um, it's, it's been tough. But then that's you, okay. that's friends.
1: okay to sit in bed for days and listen to music because you're alive now and that's you're on the phone to us. That, that Those days had to happen because that was how you looked after yourself. But your dad would want you to live. I, I imagine. I don't know your dad. I'm, I'm assuming that you had a fairly decent relationship with him and I'm assuming that he would want you to live and he would want you to be happy and he would would um, feel guilty if this, the, the you know, four years of feeling depressed if it was in any way linked with his passing
3: mm. and also you seem like you know you're obviously very um attached to your family and you care about y- your mum and the extended family and what they think and you know you the best way you can help is by helping yourself first and right. your mum doesn't want to see you go under as well
1: of course not good luck man stay in touch thank you i appreciate it thank you thanks so for much for your thanks for thank sharing you. that with us that's, that's um Appreciate the honesty and the intimacy.
3: I can't imagine losing a parent. I can't imagine it.
1: Did I put those graphics up too soon?
3: (sighs) Free (laughs) beer would help. (laughs)